Hey, how's it going? That's really good to hear. So good. So listen, I skipped last week because I got no reasons. However, this week I just like to share it's a fanboy episode with the subject being the movie Airplane. I just listened to the audiobook by the Zucker brothers and Jimmy Abrams. Those are the guys who, you know, made the movie. It was uh, recommended by a comedian that I follow. Oh, I'm shutting off my PA right now. Named Nathan Timmel. Timmel. Nathan Timmel, I think, is his name. Anyway, he said uh, it's a great book. And I was like, I have a bunch of credits on Audible. So I went and downloaded it and it did not disappoint now here's the thing we probably have all seen the movie Airplane surely we've all seen the movie Airplane I should say and you say don't call me Shirley (laughs) but oh my god those guys Zuckers and Jim Abrams the Zucker brothers and Jim Abrams are hilarious the best thing about it is I'm such a sucker for suckers. <laughs> but I love hearing origin stories like um, how they got started, what it was like, you know, the whole, the struggles. And oh my God, did they have the struggles? Because if you think about Airplane and how different of a movie it is and how each joke I mean, people were getting the script and they were like, what is this? And nobody knew because, I mean, it's such a different movie that they're like, oh, you're doing a comedy. You need to cast some of the hottest comedians right now, like Chevy Chase and Bill Murray. And they were like adamant. They were like, no, we that's not what we're going for. And they've talked about how if there's any nod or mention of the joke, it'll kill the joke immediately. And they said what a blessing it was. Because the movie, if you didn't know, I didn't know. I knew it was probably, I think I knew a little bit. But Airplane is based off an older, I think, 50s or 60s movie called Zero Hour. Like, they basically took that movie and they talk about it. They said they bought the the rights to it and basically rewrote it with their own jokes and everything involved. And all of those actors like Leslie Nielsen and um, of course I can't remember anyone else's Peter Graves. Those were all very serious actors. <laughs> and they said they didn't get it. They were like like Leslie Nielsen was trying to be funny and they were like, go and watch Zero Hour, and you'll get it. And the next day, he came in, and he, he got it. He's like, okay, they want me to just play it straight. And that was very important, but there were people on the set that were like, what are we doing? Why do we get involved with this POS movie? This is terrible. And it wasn't until the read-through, when they had everyone there, that they started getting some of the humor. But, and I mean, I'm just skimming some of the problems they had. 
they were they would show like the movie was almost done and they showed it to some of the studio execs and as you can imagine the studio execs didn't really get it there were some laughs here and there but then they also said well we don't want just studio exec watching so they went and like practically hijacked people who were in uh on the studio lot to go watch a Laverne and Shirley taping and they were like no no come watch this movie and there just weren't very many laughs so they were like they started to doubt themselves and to them for them to get to that point like I said I'm really just skimming over everything but they had to fight and fight and fight tooth and nail and it wasn't until they started like screening it for regular audiences that they realized just how funny it was and I mean it just swept the nation pretty much they (laughs) they talk about uh, okay there are certain scenes like when the little you know those kids are talking the little boy and girl and she's like no I like my coffee like I like my men black or whatever and they said they hold the camera on that little kid's face for longer than they normally would do you know why they did that because they they didn't want to get into the next jokes until the laughter died down so they had to give him like an extra five seconds or whatever because people were laughing so hard so they had to like make these adjustments and (laughs) there's so many it's just one of those movies where you really do you really really i know they say that a lot about movies well you have to watch it a few times before i'm still watching the last time i watched it i realized i didn't i never caught the joke when they're doing a press conference and everyone's holding up the microphones and somebody's holding up a chocolate ice cream cone (laughs) i mean it's just so ridiculous it and here's another thing i just i never even noticed until they uh talked about it the scene where the big airplane you know flies through the building or doesn't fly but crashes into the building because they were like hey where's the thing and the guy's like oh it's over there and he accidentally misdirects the plane and it it nails that big wall well there when that happens one of the guys i think jim abram said all he can see is there's a woman (laughs) who as soon as that plane comes she just throws her baby as high as she can into the air and runs away it's like (laughs) i never noticed that and there's probably so many there's little things that you just don't catch you know uh it's just so good i i always said that that's in my top five comedies but that's probably my top comedy ever i mean it was it really was so different and they you know when you do something different like that and you come out like you're the first one people are gonna you're gonna get naysayers left and right and that's what they had to fight over and over uh and even the actors like i said were like what are we doing how is this funny these lines are i mean think about it. peter graves asking hey you ever seen a grown man naked <laughs> they said that the timing and everything had to be so perfect on that because otherwise it comes across of course it's like he's a pedophile. I mean, 
it's just ridiculous. And the sense of humor on those three, I, they would tell, I got really, I need to listen to the whole thing again and like take notes because they, they're, they fought the conventional format. I mean, on everything. I'm trying to think of a good example. Like, I mean, for a while, here's one. They would do, uh, they were doing interviews and they got pretty bored getting asked the same questions over and over. So they had a fake mustache. And so one of them would wear it. And then during the break, the other one would put it on. And then the other one. And they never made any mention of it. I mean, that's just a, some dumb little gag. But it got to the point where they were saying, uh, they were making things up. They had a little contest to see if they could, like, who could say the most ridiculous things. And it was something like one of the reporters asked them, so what do you guys do in your free time? And they're like, well, we like to do uh, skeet surfing where you, you know, you surf and then you shoot skeet. <laughs> no, if you're a fan of the Zucker Brothers, you know that that's, Skeet surfing USA that was in top secret and uh but that's where they, they came from it they said people weren't even questioning they're like oh well, how do you keep the guns from being wet <laughs> oh man I gotta think of other I wish I would have wrote them down because there's just other stories where they just everything they did was just so unconventional it's and they they were so like set on what they wanted to do that because the three of them had to direct the uh here's something interesting the three of them were bound and determined to direct the movie because they all the same vision you know but the director's guild would only allow one person so jim abrams went and legally changed his name it's something like jim a jim a abrams and Zucker Brothers. So legally, they had to like, like, like okay, he's the one person, but the, and that's his legal name. And then they finally decided to, uh, you know, like say, okay, fine, we'll give all of you guys directing credits, you know? And talk about dedication to their vision, man. They were like, they, they refused to let it to, they had to have all three of them directing. And even when they, I mean, we all saw it, but they got in trouble when they did the credits and it said, uh, you know, that warning, the FBI warning, all rights and reproductions of this movie shall be blah, 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 by penalty of law. And then they put at the end, so there. (laughs) They said the FBI was not amused with that. I mean, everything they did was just so unconventional, you know? I know I'm using that word a lot, but... (sighs) It's just, I love hearing that. And the actors talk about how blessed they felt to be in the movie. And people who, like, I thought Leslie Nielsen was a comedian the whole time. The guy had a whole career of serious movies prior to, to Airplane, you know. And they said up to this day, they've never seen Airplane 2. Interestingly enough, they were thinking about doing their own version of Airplane 2 and calling it Airplane 2 The Godfather where they, you know, do a spoof of you know, little Godfather action but they were so 
true to their vision that when they came when they came out with the uh that airplane that was twisted you know if you google it you can see like the twisted airplane and they said somebody one of the artists came up with that and right off the bat they're like oh my god that's it that's what we want to use well the studio threw a cartoon girl with big boobs on the tail fin and they were like absolutely not like we get it off there and they they were yelling at the high echelon upper ups and they're like take it off and they were pissed because like that is not the tone man you talk about having a vision and sticking to it so good so yeah they didn't back down at all um they were they did get rattled a little bit when they they said they would uh do screenings and they would just keep cutting and cutting they said if there wasn't there was one time they did a screening and there was one guy laughing they said if it wasn't for this guy laughing at the right spots that the movie would have been about 12 minutes long so thank God for that one guy laughing where they were hoping people would laugh, you know? I'm going to have to rewatch that movie. I told Camden and my son I want to watch it with me. He's like, I've already seen it ten times and we laugh about when he was a kid. There's that scene where Lloyd Bridges says, uh, he's all like, you know, after he's like, looks like I picked the wrong week to stop stiff and glue. He's so he's all high and he sees a plane coming and he's like, it's coming right at us. And he jumps out the window Well, that just killed Camden when he was a kid he just laughed and just talking about it now like he was laughing about it and they talked about how certain scenes it was just so funny to hear them talk about as soon as they talk about the scenes like talking jive and getting Barbara Billingsley from Leave it to Beaver to do the scenes about how how ridiculous it was and you know it's just we take it for granted now, but man, it's so different. It's so good. Uh, anyway, that is my fanboy sharing A little uh, airplane. Fourteen minutes and twenty five seconds. Woo-wee! Surely it can take that long. Uh, yes, it did, and don't call me Shirley. Okay, whatever. I butchered it. Okay, bye.